When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Cricket Corner podcast with me Watsal Vora. Welcome to yet another episode on the platform where we are covering England's tour of India in this five match test series. Today we are recapping and looking back at the second test match which was played at Visakhapatnam and rejoice Indian fans because your side have won the test match by 106 runs and have leveled the series 1-1 and we are so nicely poised heading into the remaining three test matches and we'll talk about the remainder of the test matches towards the latter part of this podcast so yeah stay tuned it was test cricket of the highest order yes the match was ended in what four days not even four three and a half days but uh, credit where credit is due england were completely outplayed by hosts india and they were just magnificent in visakhapatnam chasing 399 england could only post 292 before they were all out in fourth and final innings which meant that india have won by 106 runs let's look back at the first test match before we talk about india's victory in the second test match shall we In the first test match if you remember it was Ben Stokes's one-handed run out of Ravindra Jadeja which turned the tide into uh, in in England's fl- favor on that day and which meant that England were in the ascendancy and went on to win the first test match in Hyderabad today it was the other way around it was like the roles have been reversed this time it was Ben Stokes who was run out by a direct hit from Shreyas Iyer and that was the moment where Indian fans and team India themselves would have thought that okay yes this game is in the bag now and England cannot forge a comeback because till Ben Stokes is out there in the middle every fan is a bit worried because he has had the history of turning impossible tasks into England victories but that run out completely shifted the momentum and made sure that India would go on to win the test match by 106 runs leveling the series 1-1 in the process let's let's talk about who were the contributing factors in this Indian victory and i think there's only two players who come into my mind here and that is Jasprit Bumrah and Yashasvi Jaiswal yes Yes, Shubman Gill did score a century in the second innings. I will talk about him in just a moment, but I feel like this test match completely belongs to Jasprit Bumrah and Yashasvi Jaiswal. We shall start by talking about the man of the match and that was Jasprit Bumrah. The fast bowler picked up 9 wickets in the test match, 6 in the first innings, 3 in the second innings, and he was just unplayable at times. Those 6 wickets that he picked in the first innings could be will be remembered not could be it would be remembered for many many years to come because that was fast bowling of the highest order that was reverse swinging of the highest order and 
he did say in one of the interviews after the day's play that when you are a fast bowler who are who aspires to take wickets in indian conditions you have to learn the art of reverse swinging otherwise there is not much to the pitch doesn't offer fast bowlers a lot for them to ex- extract that and get wickets so you have to learn how to reverse swing the ball and just be bumrah just mastered the art as i've mentioned six wickets in the first innings and the wickets that he picked were of some of the best batsman england could have offered he picked up the wicket of ollie pope we are going to talk about him stay tuned he picked up the wicket of ollie pope then joe root johnny besto and then ben stokes and then he wiped out the tail by picking up the wicket of tom hartley and then james anderson six wickets and four of them were england's number 3 4 5 and 6 that shows the quality in the quality of the bowler sometimes when a bowler picks up a five wicket haul in a test in a test match you look at the scorecard and three of them are or four of them to an extent are the tail enders and yes a five wicket haul is a five wicket haul but when you have picked up a six wicket haul and four of those wickets are some of the finest test match players in recent history you have to give credit to jaspreet bumrah we talked about how many wickets he picked up he picked up nine wickets now we need to talk about that ollie pope delivery that picture of ollie pope completely missing the yorker with his stumps flying all over the all over the ground is an image that would stick in indian cricket fans minds till the day jaspreet bumrah retires from this sport and hopefully that day is a long away in the into the future there jaspreet bumrah entailing yorker reverse swing of the highest order as i've mentioned in so, mentioned so many times now completely bamboozled ollie pope Oli Pope might not have expected that to be a yorker but when his bat went down to defend that yorker the ball had already hit the stumps and made a mess of all three wickets there and i think that image will be the thumbnail if you are watching this on youtube and i think that image is the image of oli pope and that will be remembered for this test match what happened in this test match it was ollie pope's uh, scoop that was the highlight of the first test match and this and this time it was ollie pope's wicket that would be the highlight of the second test match i think jaspreet bumrah was rightfully di- uh, di- uh, given the man of the match uh, the i think the only player who played jaspreet bumrah really well that was zack crawley and that is credit to zack crawley now one might argue stating that zack crawley opens the inning so the ball is not reversing that much and that's why he's not faced the peak jaspreet bumrah in this test match but i don't think that matters because i want to give credit here to zack crawley he scored 70s in both the innings i think he scored 76 in the first innings and 73 in the second innings in both the innings he was the he was england's highest run getter and he played jaspreet bumrah really really well he scored four boundaries of one over from bumrah in the first innings and the second innings is where he played him the best he he has had a reputation of finding edges when you are supposed to leave the ball 
something Virat Kohli has done in the past as well. This time he was leaving good deliveries outside the off stump. He was only attacking the balls which are pitched up and getting runs in that manner. So credit to just uh, credit to uh, Zach Crawley who played Jasprit Bumrah really really well. But apart from that, none other English players were able to tackle and handle what Jasprit Bumrah had to offer them. And nine wickets of the highest order and uh, rightfully given the man of the match award now the thing is that you don't see a batsman scoring a double hundred and still not be given the man of the match award and that is something which has happened to Yashaswi Jaiswal this time around Jaiswal begun begin the Indian fight in the first te- in in the second test match after losing the first test match and scored a magnificent double century in the first innings he scored 209 runs of 290 deliveries uh, innings which included 19 fours and 7 sixes as a strike rate of 72 i think this was one of the most matured innings i have seen from a young batsman in test match cricket let alone indian test cricket because Yashasvi Jaiswal in limited overs format has a reputation of just going bang, bang, bang and not thinking much about milestones and just wanting to score as many runs as possible. And there is nothing wrong with that. I think that is the way of playing white ball cricket. But to, but this innings, particularly in the first innings, he was so matured, he was so calculated in what balls to get runs off, what balls to leave, what balls to defend. And... And that is the reason why I I've really enjoyed this innings. And I w- wouldn't have been surprised if he was given the man of the match and not just Preet Bumrah because he was outstanding. He respected the good deliveries. He attacked the bad ones. I think he scored. He reached his 100 with a 6, didn't he? He was at 94 and then he scored a 6 to reach triple figures. That is Virinda Sehwag-esque, if you personally ask me. Attacking opening batsman you have not seen that in some time now and I think Yashasvi Jaiswal really proved that he is there and he for the long run in the test match fraternity I think he's going to stay as an opener for a very long period of time it was so good to see him play and take his chances he did play well in the first test match in Hyderabad as well he scored around 80 odd runs in the first innings and it felt like he's missed a century on that occasion but this time He grabbed the opportunity by both the hands and he was magnificent. 209 runs from 209 runs from one batsman when the team's total is just 396 shows how good he was in that particular innings. The next best score was just 34 and that was Shubman Gill because Indian batting, if you exclude Yashasvi Jaiswal from the first innings and Shubman Gill's 100 from the second innings. It was really, really poor if you personally ask me. Rohit Sharma hadn't had the best test matches. Shreyas Iyer was shaky. Rajat Patidar on debut showed glimpses of why he is one of the highly rated players in Indian circuit right now. But he was... Uh, he scored 32 in the first innings and in the second innings he could only score 9 runs. So... This shows the importance of Yashasvi Jaiswal. Had he not scored that 209 runs, it would have been a completely different story in this test match. Because let's be honest, England had have not played badly in this test match. If you check the scores of all four innings, India scored 396 in the first innings. England could only score 
253 but india's second innings it was 255 just two runs more than what england could manage in their first innings and england in their second innings posted 292 so if you exclude the first innings or the indian first innings that is you exclude 396 runs away then the scores have been really really close from both the sides 253 255 292 it's that 396 in the first innings which has which is the reason why india have won this test match by 106 runs and even in that innings it was yashasvi jaiswal's 209 which was the defining factor so credit to yashasvi jaiswal credit to jasprit bumrah as well and uh, we shall now talk about the third good player to come out of this test match and that was shubman gill scoring 104 runs in the second innings he was survived he did survive two very very close drs calls when he was just on four runs i think he was trapped in front by tom hartley it was plum out there was no way that was not out but he just went he just consulted shreya sayar at the other end and went with the review and to the surprise of everyone including shubman gill he had had an inside edge on that one which shubman gill himself after the day confessed that he had no idea that he had nicked that so that was one survival the very next over jimmy anderson one of this in swingers trapped shubman gill in front there height was the contributing factor the umpire did give that as a give that as not out but england did review and the and the hawkeye showed that the the ball was clipping the the bales but it was umpire's call in the end so shubman gill did survive that that passage of play and that could have been the signs that god was on shubman gill's side on that occasion and he allowed him to score to he allowed shubman gill to get a score of 104 but gill also did well on field in the first innings not many have been citing this part but gill did take good, four good catches in slips a couple of them in the slips and couple of them at a short mid wicket and he was excellent with the field as well probably that allowed him to that gave him some confidence to go out there and bat freely in the second innings and when he survived those close calls early on i felt it felt he must have felt like today is my day and i'm going to capitalize on it and capitalize he did 104 runs i think this is his first test match century since he scored that 100 in the last border gavaskar test match in ahmedabad i think it that is the case i think he scored 180 on that occasion if i'm if i'm not wrong so a couple so some yeah good performances by india bumrah Jashashvi Jaiswal and Shubman Gill were the defining factors in the end as far as India's bowling is concerned apart from Jaspreet Bumrah Ashwin did pick up 3 wickets in the second innings he picked up the wickets he picked up wickets of Ben Duckett Oli Pope and Joe Root but unfortunately he wasn't able to pick up his fourth wicket which means that heading into the third test match in in Rajkot he still he's still stuck at 499 test match wickets and i'm i'm pretty sure he's going to get that 500 in the very next test match there is no way that ashwin goes two innings without getting a wicket yes he did go wicketless in the first innings which was surprise to all of us but then it was 
credit to Jaspreet Bumrah that he picked up six for 45 in the first inning that you didn't require your primary spinner. And and uh, yes, Kuldeep Yadav picked up three wickets on that occasion as well. And Akshar Patel picked up one. But it was, I think I read somewhere on Twitter that it was the first time in five years that Ashwin has gone wicketless in an innings in a test match that is being played in India. I'm not sure how true that is, but it feels kind of right because every innings in India, you expect Ravichandran Ashwin to pick up wickets. So that those are the Indian side. Those are the Indian side of performances. As I've mentioned so many times now, Bumrah, nine wickets, Chaiswal, 209, and uh, Shubman Gill, 104 in the second innings. Who were the performers which England would be proud of after, despite them losing this test match? And I think Zach Crawley is right up there. Crawley, as I've mentioned, 73 in the first innings and... Um, 76 in the first innings and 73 in the second innings. I think he was the best batsman as far as the English side is concerned. Bowling was once again shared. The wickets were once again shared. But I was particularly impressed by how good James Anderson bowled in this test match. Five wickets in total for him. Three in the first innings, two in the second innings. He is now at 695 test match wickets which is which is bonkers considering he's a 41 year old fast bowler Shoaib Bashir picked up three wickets on his debut as well in the first innings and Rehan Ahmed picking up three wickets as well and as far as second innings is concerned Tom Hartley once again chipping up with four wickets four for 77 for him in the second innings I think he is showing signs of being England's long-term spinner in the tests in the test matches Jack Leach should really, really watch his back because Tom Hartley has been exceptional in these Indian conditions. And to think that this is only his second test match and he's already picked up like 11, 12 wickets in these two test matches is credit to how good he has been. Tom Hartley has been exceptional with the bat as well, coming down at number eight, number nine and scoring those quick fire 30 or 35, 38 runs and has given England a good platform and then and has come out there as a batsman who can be relied upon. Rayan Ahmed has been good with the bat as well and he was promoted to the Nighthawk role once Ben Duckett was dismissed towards this was dismissed towards the end of day three. So that is the recap of this test match of what all happened in the three and a half days of play in Vishakapatnam. To run it down, England uh, did lose this test match by 106 runs. India have now brought it back to 1-1 in this five-match test series. India winning the toss, choosing to bat first, posting 396 runs in the first innings. In reply, England could only post 253. India then went on to score 255 runs giving England a target of 399 and England were 105 run shots in 407 runs short in the end and posting just 292 where do the teams go on from now well technically the two sides will be going to play in Rajkot that is where the third test match is going to be played in but but the two teams have some break in between the Vizag test match and the Rajkot test match. The Rajkot, the Rajkot test match begins on the 15th of February and today is the 5th. So yeah, two teams have 
around 10 days to prepare for this test match a lot of things are expected to come out in those 10 test matches because if you remember india had announced just it announced squads for just the first two test matches so we are expecting bcci to announce squads for the remainder three remaining three test matches hopefully virat kohli is back for them hopefully kl rahul returns as well there are still question marks surrounding the fitness of ravindra jadeja but hopefully we can see the return of kl rahul and virat kohli as far as england are concerned i think they are flying back to abu dhabi and staying there for a couple of days i'm i i think kevin peterson said it on comms that the family of the players are going to fly into Abu Dhabi as well. So it's it would be a nice chilled out week as far as the English side is concerned. A bit of golf, a bit of a bit of practice in the Abu Dhabi sports complex as well. And then they'll come back and play the third test match in Rajkot. Fourth one in Ranchi and the fifth in Dharamshala. So that's it from me. I hope you enjoyed this recap. And uh, before we wrap things up, yeah, I want to quickly mention how good the crowd were once again. I think Hyderabad crowd was just outstanding and the crowd at Vishakapatnam was was really, really good. Yes, uh, I think the number of people overall would be slightly lower than what the numbers were in Hyderabad. The attendance number was, were in Hyderabad, but I think Vishakapatnam crowd was just outstanding as well. And I'm thoroughly impressed by how well the Bami Army are traveling and supporting England as well. They are always there with the trumpets and in so large numbers i think they are one of the better away fans in test match cricket fraternity so credit to the bamiyami as well the vishakapatnam pitch i think you have to hand it over to the pitch curators as well once once india lost the first test match in hyderabad it felt like there could be a possibility that India would start preparing rank turners and make sure they spin England out of the series. But that wasn't the case at all. This was a very, very good test wicket. Probably the best India have had in recent memory. And to win it on a pitch that had everything for every kind of players, there was something there for the batsmen. There was early moisture and movement for the fast bowlers. There was obviously spin on uh, spin available for spinners to exploit and it required skill it wasn't just that you pitch it in the right way and the ball would spin on its own you required skill something Hartley and Ashwin showed in the second innings as well there was it was a pitch perfectly curated for good test match cricket and I'm really really impressed by how well the pitch have been in the first two test matches Rajkot as we all know is renowned for its batting prowess the pitch is always suited for batting so hopefully it stays that way and we can have yet another brilliant test match and see these two sides compete at the highest order so yeah that is finally it from my end let me know your thoughts of this test match and how good india were you can tweet it at me you can find the twitter in the description box below or you can even comment down below as well if you're listening this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then make, sh- make sure you're giving me those wonderful five-star ratings if you really enjoyed this episode. If you're listening this on YouTube and like the episode as well, then make sure you are liking, sharing, and subscribing on that platform. For the time being, this is me, Watsalwara, signing off after India's 106-run victory in Hyderabad, leveling the series 1-1. Ciao for now. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.